So, you, you say so you I felt that, right? Pay attention to what the beat saying. So, so I felt that, and I kind of went with that on my beat, and then uh, we took it back, and and George, and and the great Ace. work from Ace One Production, man. Like Ace, man. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you, man, tremendously. Um, just like these guys. They're a whole fucking triad in themselves. Like, and they say that. They're like the fucking golden triangle, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> These three are like fucking geniuses. And just to be in the room with them, see how they do their thing and work and the creative process, it really is magic. Like, I've already seen it more than once. And it never ceases to amaze me to see how beautifully this man works and writes to yeah. just about anything. And I've thrown them in the trenches, bro. Like, right. I've been... Bro, you seen yeah, the progression. Yeah, yeah, right now you said I look up to this, <laughs> to this guy. Like Ricky is is younger than me, but he's the older the older brother I never had. Right, I really respect somebody. I lost my dad a long time ago, bro. So for me, looking up to a man and 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 having a mentor, you really got to be able to teach me something, yep. and I should be learning from you at all times and feeling like you're really sharpening me right to the best of my ability. Right. And if you're not doing that, I don't need to be messing with you, right? Well, that's who he's always been with me since day one, right? Yep. I see that George is the same way. And it's like, I only need energy like that around me, man. If I'm not going to have that making me better, then I can be by myself, man. I can cut my own nose despite my face. I don't I don't I need anybody help. around me. I'm my own worst enemy. You know, and, and, and that's usually and, how it goes, man. That's what we was talking about earlier, man. You just surround yourself <laughs> with A-plus people. Everybody's 100% around you. Because you are what you eat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And no, fucking, and that's I'm, what it is. I'm glad I could never be as as smooth with the words like this guy, but but watching him do his thing definitely is an inspiration. So yeah. having yeah. this beat and working with it, this is what we got. And then George went in there and did his thing with the guitar and Ace One and we yeah, this we, one, we this, this it one up because we're gonna have a guest to though. Yeah, well, well, we're gonna have a guest artist on this one. Abre la boca, saca la lengua, and and we're just gonna share a little bit of that. It sounds like yeah. the universe is lining up for y'all, man. Yeah, like the, there's a there's an empty spot here. Not, there's uh, an empty spot there. here, and there's gonna be a guest that we don't know who it is, but uh, it's probably me. No, 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 no. You know the guest. Hell uh, yeah. Mm. Here we go. Okay, here we go again. Check it out. Enjoy it. Mira los labios. Ay, qué labios. Mira qué linda mujer para mis hijos. Eso. It gets chilly out here, don't it? At night. California. Abre la boca, saca la lengua. Baila, baila, baila. I love that guitar. Don't ever stop. Producing the beat. That's Ace One Production and 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 and, and George Ives. This guy, he's listening with his ears and watching. You got me hypnotized, looking in your eyes. You got me living wild and free now. There's nowhere I wouldn't go, nothing I wouldn't do. Why don't you stop to what? Who's this? This is all JT, man. It's all you. Yeah, this is all JT, man. Sounds little like Ricky Martin, right? This is the one song that I was saying. Sounds smooth right here. This is the one song that I was saying that it didn't really have a format, but it was working. This is that just working, bro. I see what you're saying. No bars is just yeah doing his thing right, yeah you know but that's perfect that, that's it his, works it's like I said it captures him yep in a way I can't even explain it that's tight bro it works. 
Man, they get like, the exclusive in here. Oh yeah, they get some exclusive. Right exclusive. Everything's on point, bro. Yeah. Oh. I want to talk about how long it takes for something like this. I mean, because this ain't just like... Oh, it's not done, bro. But no, like, I know, but see, like, a lot of motherfuckers, they'll go in the studio and they'll do 12 songs that day. And I'm like, okay, bro, right. well, where's the quality at? Actually, bro, you know what we, I mean. We, we, we work pretty fast. Oh yeah, these yeah. guys can't do actually no, yeah. songs in a day. No, no, yeah, no, I know. We usually we have like a, a an average, but this one didn't take a day. Oh, this man. one actually took it took a day, two days. Oh, yeah. shh, that's but, what I'm talking but, about. Well, see the thing the thing with this one, man, is the way that the creative process came about with him was a little yeah. different. You know, I usually I have my own creative process. Right, so right, I get, right. I get with my two my two boys. Yep. And, and boom, we go boom, in boom. there yep. and we'll knock out three songs, solid tracks. Yep. I'm a single writer. Yeah. I'll okay. sit down by myself, bro, and knock out my bars real quick. I used to be that guy too. You know. But somehow it's just you know chem- when you find the right chemistry. Oh no, man, yeah, for sure. You know, you're able to tap into like <laughs> other parts of your uh talents that you didn't even know you could do, man. And it's yep. It's really a dope thing, and it's because of the people around you that bring that's that right. out. You know, so that's, that's right because you try because you're you're feeding off each other. Exactly, man. Exactly. You know? So yeah, that's how it is. But 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 with him, uh, I actually sent him some beats. Yeah. Because I didn't know how he was gonna work. His right. his, his creative process, I, I already knew was gonna be unorthodox. My, yeah. I yeah. So I was like, it. I didn't know what to expect at yeah. all. You know, coming that he I didn't even so have a music in background. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so check out this one right here. This, this is like, uh, we were in the studio. Yeah. So I was in the studio with Carnales here, yeah. and I was just like, man, I want to do like some dark country, right? Like right. a dark country western song. I just, I hear something in my head. It sounds something like this, something like that. I played a little, little so some, some different genres if you yeah. want to, and, and, and that was tight because that last one was kind of salsa. Salsa. We yeah. have the, the you know what I'm saying, like country. Well, like, Right. Yeah, check out this one. Go ahead and share that little bit. This is a little, it's called To Hell and Back. And uh, there's George on an electric. Here's the story of my life of pain and the guiding light that I became. Everybody driving me crazy. I'm losing my mind. I've been lost so many times, but I find my way. I've been to hell and back again. Well, we're playing the part together right here, Ricky. Okay, I've been to hell and back again. So, so like with these tracks, man, you, y'all, you guys really get like an exclusive look into the creative process. I've been to hell and back again. I've been to hell and back. Solid mountain burning. 
I climbed it to the top, ignoring everyone. I fell into the lake of fire, I rode the current. Hate, anger, love, lines are getting blurry. To the top, to the top, ignoring everyone. That's enough of that little bit. We still writing that. We still doing shit with that. Uh, uh, but yeah, it goes something like that. And it being a dark uh, Western, dark country. And then, like, again, having Ricky there, I mean, those words didn't just come out over overnight. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They kind of did come out just within that moment of creative sitting there and, and, and yeah. going back and forth, collaborating. Like, I said, hey, let's just listen to it again, please. I want to finish this. And we start talking about the concepts of hell world. and shit, and you got the lake of fire, Mount Inferno, yeah, and bro. the seven, the the nine circles of hell, and the, the gates darkness. and the darkness, and like. So you know it's a trip because when you do shit like that, right, and you and you lay it out like that, bro, fucking, uh, that's when shit works. Well, basically, know? all I'm trying to say is like what you just made. I, I'm gonna rebut that. You know, there's a rebuttal to that comment that you made, like twelve songs in a day. You know what? When you're with a creative team such as this, oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. And it's not to just brag and boast and like, and and like put it out there like that. But yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna pat myself on the back that that. I'm surrounding myself with some great creative energy yeah. like that because, I mean, when I call him a guitar god, it's not for no reason. I mean, if you know who the club jumpers are, uh, you'll see the history of these guys' uh, track record on itself, man. This right. guy's worked with Christina Aguilera, fucking Britney Spears, uh, uh, Ricky Martin even. Done some things like re, re, just redone some shit and, and, and put it on a level that, damn. And then my boy Ricky Rossetti, man, I mean, you know, when people say they sleep and yeah, you people are so, so, so asleep that I swear they in a coma, man, that nope. <laughs> seriously, man, my canal here, he lays tracks down, man. And now that he's like definitely like linked up with an amazing guitarist as such, uh, George. And, and then you got Ace One and we you also know, got know, our it's, other canal. It's crazy because Knuckles and we've been doing a lot of hip hop, hardcore right, right, hip hop right, right. music, you know, R&B music and shit. But we we started going out into the mission, yeah. San Francisco, yep, yep. Thank you, for a little while, and yep. we spent some time out there. And we we uh we got mentored by some Richard Latin, Segovia, some Latin rock legends. Yeah, they out there, bro. <clears throat> Frisco's the place to be, man. Oh, man, let me tell you something, man. These dudes, there. these dudes gave me, you know, shout out to Theo Segovia, man, and Puro Andil. You know, they gave me an opportunity to. Uh, Ricky can sing, man. Ricky can sing. They gave me an opportunity to play a song with them at one of their sold out shows. Oh, they're, gonna, they're gonna find out. And I got a taste of what it was like to rock with a, with I a mean, legend band with legendary yeah. band. This guy yeah. played with Santana, bro, right, on right. the Supernatural album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these play every every guy in that band had played with somebody amazing yeah. at one That's point dope. or another. Hey, fucking who you? I mean, because y'all music is going to end up growing outside of this. Work. most uh, definitely most definitely These who guys are some of the people that we're looking to work with in the future bro as far as like artist wise and legend and anybody who would, and who everybody you, like i mean let's not exclude anyone no yeah anybody i know but everybody. like say say you had the chance to work with anybody dead or alive right now like you know what i'm saying who would who would you bring on the team for oh that man feature? this guy wants bob marley right away oh, already man. Oh, absolutely, bro. Of course, because that's the roots, though, bro. I mean, I still listen to you know Damian Marley and Stephen Marley. These dudes are like, man, that that, that music is true, you know, soul music. That shit touches you in different ways, but uh, you know, but yeah, definitely. I mean, shit, that's a that's a hell of a question, man. I know, Jimi Hendrix, 
Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Absolutely, bro. Oh, you trying to get down with the guitar on somebody, huh? This is the guitar guy, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because Jimmy could play, bro. Oh, yeah. Is that somebody they used to look up to when you was when you was fucking uh Yeah, well, dude, a lot of people don't realize, man, fucking Jimi Hendrix pretty much invented the wah wah pedal. You know what I mean? Wow, wow, wow. You're talking about the the wow. He he got with somebody to fucking make that shit, do that shit, yeah. And like it's and he never really got credited with that shit. Um Died at the age of 27, real fucking young. Damn. Was a left-handed guy. Somebody got there. that patent. What? <laughs> yeah, somebody came up on that, bro. That's fucked up. The no, wah-wah but, pedal. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, but uh, he, he's one of the first guys to ever use flanger, phaser. Oh, fuck. Um, he was, he was yeah, he, yeah, he, he was ahead of his time, man, and, definitely and, at 27. And he, and he used a lot of fuzz pedals, too. It's, like he, he laid the groundwork for all rock guitarists, dude. Yeah. He was doing. He was the first motherfucker doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? The thing about him is that he went. He was a, a soldier and shit. He went and served at a, in a, you know overseas and shit. And, you know. Oh shit. Yeah, like he he did some time that boy, so, but so when he came back, like he, he didn't even he didn't even touch guitar really. You know what I'm saying? And he just picked that motherfucker. He's just a natural motherfucker, dude. Like he's just. And he good. did all that shit at the, before the age of twenty seven. Yes, exactly. Motherfuckers can't so even get off the couch when from playing see, Call of Duty, and they still twenty seven. Exactly, dog. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, I don't another, play another games, motherfucker. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another motherfucker is fucking Randy Rhodes. Died at the age of twenty five. Oh, it was fuck. he was Ozzy Osbourne guitar player and died in nineteen eighty one and shit at the age of twenty five. That's crazy. Both of them. There's a lot of young artists, but yeah, dude, I'd love to fucking jam with them. That was to answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, uh one of the artists I love to work with, man, is Cube. Oh hell I've always yeah, been a big bro. ass fan of Cube, man. And so Cube? yeah, Ice Cube. Oh, Ice Cube, man. So yeah, that's that's really somebody if I had a chance to just pick anybody, man, I'd I'd rather can lay you up, bro, on fucking the business aspect on everything, bro. Yeah, exactly. He's a businessman. Yeah, smart dude. Smart, smart motherfucker, dude. bro. Yeah. Definitely. Uh yeah, him and um him and Bree Real used to do shit back in the days. Oh man. yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. on some shit. I just worked with, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to work with B as well. Definitely be real. Just, man, somebody hey, like be real could yeah. fucking, he can damn near do anything. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's, he's just one of those natural yeah. ass motherfucking dudes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But like, Uncle just B. like you, bro. Like, yep. natural motherfucking, like, yep. just touch the mic. I'm just having like, fun, man. I, and, and I think that's what life's about, man. Seriously, just have fun. Yep. And, and, and enjoy it. Definitely put on that smile on your face, you know. Again, yeah, man, I've just, uh, I've said it before, man, I look at life like I'm a, a firefighter in a way sometimes, man. I wake up every morning knowing there's a fire somewhere and I got to put it out there for, uh, oh, I'm happy with that, and man. And, and <laughs> yeah, just trying to remain shit, positive man. no matter what, you yeah. know. Oh, hell like, yeah, bro. Fuck. You're going to be always thrown for a loop, a curve. The walls are going to be put up somewhere, uh, yeah. bumps in the road, yeah, you know, so. Just keeping it moving. Just keeping bro. it moving, and keeping then and then moving. having the people that around you that are gonna help you stay moving, man. Yep. I mean, and not moving too fast or too slow, or and staying or in ever lane. getting complacent, man. And yeah, definitely staying in our lane and, yeah. and rolling together. Hell Trust yeah, me, man. Bro. It doesn't feel good being there by yourself. I was I just mean. gonna say, bro, fucking uh, to do this, bro, to look back on this, you know what I'm saying? The uh, the journey and the adventure, bro, gonna be amazing. You know, you know uh, definitely surrounding myself with people like I look seriously, man. The kid right there that's just laying on the bed, yeah. 
Uh, I love that. I love that kid, man, just because, uh, one, he reminds me of my kid and parental alienation is something that needs to be taken seriously. And, 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 and sadly, you know, the pandemic, uh, COVID, uh, uh, was a blessing and a curse to many men. And I say blessing and a curse because I gotta, I gotta appreciate the good things that definitely came out of it, man. You know, you learn to, to respect your, 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 your ganas a little bit more. If you was a lazy son of a bitch, man, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you just got lazier. And, uh, and if your hustle was uh, one that, that, that was undying and unsettling, man, you found a way to just like stay moving. Even if you were just sitting, you found a way to like really be moving. So we ventured out more, uh, you know, through the technology and, and we really connected ourselves more uh, through the, through what technology has provided. Uh, that's why you're here today with your podcast. That's, that's why right. you drove because you knew that the, your little five hour drive was going to be nothing compared to the masses that you're reaching right now that's with it, this man. little message. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, now that roads are opening up and, and things are different. Yeah. You got on the road and you got here and you brought your family and y'all came in here without masks and yeah, we're yeah, taking yeah. a chance. Why? Because we got vaccine. And, yeah, nah, or, or not. Okay. Well, whatever, bro. I don't want to hear it. And yeah, people, yeah. people are very judgmental still. Yeah, 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 some yeah, have yeah. little ears and All soft until, butts. And, to the 15th, right? Or whatever. Something <laughs> like that. I don't know. We're quarantining <laughs> now for crazy, two weeks. <laughs> so, well, because uh, well, they said that uh, everything's opening up. Like, you just said no more coronavirus out on the 16th. I was well, like, what? Well, well, regardless of that, man. Regardless of that. But, said, no but regardless, more. Of, you know, regardless of that, the, the point that, that I was just trying to make is like connecting through the World Wide Web. It's just been a beautiful thing because Absolutely. one, I, I got to meet an energy man that I love and I respect. Why? One, he looked like my kid. He isn't, thank God, because I respect him for the person that he is. And and thank you, 1971 Angels, as your handle on Instagram is. Uh appreciate you being a day one since uh episode one way back when. Such as yourself, Flo. Yeah. So, I mean, seriously, man, that's why we're all here, right? Yep. We all like a damn TV show. whoop de do on the writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stereotypical Vato Loco here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I appreciate the platform. I appreciate the love, the support, and the following. And 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 uh, I opened up a website, uh, Estilo. You see it back here. Yeah. Uh, and these are all your gears? Well, you know, Estilo is, is my site where you can find some gear. Okay. And Saragusa is the brand that we wear, Ricky and myself, on okay. on uh, episode sure. ten, the next episode. Oh shit! The, 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 this is the clothing line that I've been wearing so far. Yeah, that's just my new skin. And the Arroz Four Twenty is the new state of the art. Uh, suck that gut <laughs> in and 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 stretch your shoulders. You know, It'll look good. Be the Hell. boss. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah Goose is the shirt I've been wearing all season, man, since episode three when I brought the head in the box. Yeah, and, uh, that shit was crazy. Step the game up a notch is the way I like to put it out there because of the double notch collar, but we'll get all into that at a later date yeah. and time. Did you uh, steal that from the wardrobe? No, nah, that's my shit. Okay. I saw me, man. <laughs> Pretty much Boaz was... Uh, <laughs> nah, man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how my character came about. I went in doing some stunts, and I ended up coming out being an actor five seasons. That's what I'm talking uh, about, bro. That's how it's done. Yeah, we were talking earlier, like, yeah. behind the scenes hey, way before they, you got here. But... I mean, obviously, because you look like you just play your natural character. And pretty, much, season, that's, pretty much. And that's how you know those real talented motherfuckers, because they don't have <laughs> to change shit, bro. 
Well, like, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, they, when you they, see they Ice Cube. They let me remain a little bit of authenticity in a movie me. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's the, they play the same in every fucking movie. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm glad you like, said that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? So, Busted. Hell yeah. Yeah, Ricky was a real Sicario on the show, too. Hell yeah. George would have been a Sicario number three, that's you right. know. Hell Just hell saying, yeah. you know. Who would have died first? Between all three of us? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. obviously, I know my you're still alive, so boy, I'm still here. So, my Sicarios, <laughs> unfortunately, like somebody would have taken they would have to take taken a bullet, you, but you know what? Yeah. We make sure that the death scene is a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, now I'll see to it that your families are taken care of no mm-hmm. matter what, you know, mm-hmm. because I am my brother's keeper, yeah. And uh, probably you know, fitting all you, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm my brother's keeper, whether he <laughs> no, did right or wrong, I'm my brother's keeper, bro. Just because yeah, you yeah. saw me shot Manu- shoot Manuel, bro, in in, ep- in season two, right, episode right. four, does not mean I did not love him. Get that understood right now. You I said, still because the last time we talked, you I said still that, that was hard. Yo, bro, shooting my brother, being the Judas, uh, the kiss of Judas was the name of that episode. And I shot my brother. Keep in mind, I shot my brother only because I overheard him talking about putting a bullet in me. Yeah, see? All right? He was talking to Camila on the phone. At the at the at the horse yeah. track. I mean, at that moment, it's kill or be killed, bro. Yeah. And so honestly, like, I've been saying that shit. Yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, I knew it was over since then. I was like, he killed him for just thinking about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My brother wanted to kill me. He said, if my mother wasn't alive, I would have asked you to put a bullet in him. Yeah. That, was, that just hey, means he wanted me dead. No, so. which, which which means that when she does die, yep. yeah, he gonna kill me. You know what I'm saying? So, so guess what? Wish. We're gonna break mama's heart right now. Yeah. And you're gonna die. Yep. It was, like hey, that. was it the same as killing George? You still had it. Was a hard emotion. Tell you something. Uh, or that one was easy, huh? Killing George was probably hurt me more than killing my brother. Okay. Because yeah. you know you grew up with your brother, and sometimes your brother pisses you off, and we do know the story, Cain and Abel. Right, right. And 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 you know what, Manuel was probably running the business wrong anyway. That's why he needed to die. Right. <laughs> I mean, the way I remember the backstory that I created, along the writing of the script that I was given. Yeah, I think my brother was cheap, and he didn't put the money the way he needed to. Uh, somebody just filled his shoes better in that cartel world and in the Jimenez family, and that was King Boaz. Yeah, uh, as simple as that. He lined himself. I'm sorry, up to be bro. The star of the movie, Hard, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I mean, it was always like destined to be. Bro, every episode on Queen of the South has fucking not been a failure. Bro, like yeah, every one know, of them bro. has been dope. As fuck. Like, have y'all really followed the Boaz storyline? Uh, yeah. Nah, I don't think right. you're following it, right? From, from, okay, well, <laughs> all right, probably not. I mean, like, because there's some shit that you guys ain't telling us. <laughs> no, bro. Like, like I like go back and I watch from season one to season two to season three. Then oh, Ricky you watched them hella times. And then like Ricky worked season three, and he did he did like props behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So he started hearing juicy talks of what they wanted to do with my character i'm like i didn't read that in the script so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you know and the next thing you know they're filming that scene you know they're gonna kill you in the in the tunnel he's telling me like brother they're gonna kill me in the tunnel i ain't read nothing like that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So I said, ain't no tunnel scene do y'all remember seeing the tunnel scene where boaz jumps in the tunnel with his viejas and the the parrot no, no. there was no scene in season three with me in the tunnel See, this is where they start fucking saying, oh, Mandela effect. So, so, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like a movie. Mandela. I just saw a movie called Mandela. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. So, but it's like not it. no Mandela effect, because guess what? I was never in a tunnel. Right, it never happened. Part. So, But it did happen. But it did happen, because I filmed it. 
but they never showed it. They said that I was they said that I was on the run from Camila, which Boaz would have never ran for one. We know that that now. We know that Boaz would have never ran, but they did that to keep the character alive. Because somewhere along the line, well, we're here season five, bro. bro, I'm the biggest. Yeah, you. Then you coming that? I'm coming after that. You're the main character right now, bro. Oh, bro, I've been the main character character the whole time, and nobody known that. Hell yeah. (laughs) In my own head, it was always that way, and that's how come I'm been there five seasons, bro. So when they give you the script, they only give you fucking for the for that episode at a yeah, time. Yeah, I only asked for the episode I was in. Like, and then when I realized, damn, you're giving me a script to every episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's that mean? Shit, <laughs> you're in every episode yeah, coming bro. on. <laughs> Except episode four. You're not a season regular. Man. Last episode is fucking next week, right? Next week. Oh yeah, you're gonna love that. Shit. I was there. Oh, wait till you see next week. I was there for that one. Wait, wait, yeah. Ricky was there for that one. He wore a shirt similar to this. Okay. It's a lot different though, but similar. How was it behind the scenes, bro? Was it man? uh, You know what, bro? That experience was dope. I got to learn a lot. Coach. I got to learn a lot. That's what's that's what's important, bro. That's the important part. From being his dialect coach, they actually gave me like authority to like change his lines. And the lady would come to me like, what did he say? Yeah. He said, this, 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 and that. All right, they'd write that shit in. And it was shit that we'd come up with, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, what he, hey, yeah, yeah, we'd seriously. be sitting here in the hotel room just like this, yep. going over his lines. And I'd be like, man, I'd say it like this. And then he'd be like, well, I'd say it like this. And we'd kind of just tweak the shit. Let me tell you how much I love this guy. <laughs> so, remember when I killed that guy hanging upside down and I said, I'm not going to touch your family, only you. And then, pow, I shot the guy in the head. Yeah. Like, Ricky wasn't even supposed to work that day. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. he just came in late. Thank God COVID wasn't around. But I was like, right, hey, right. hey, hey, give him a gun and give him a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, you put play cowboy? Put him some boots, play man. extra, bro? Put him yeah, in yeah. some boots and put him in the back. Yeah. And they were like, for real? Hurry up, man. Yeah, bro, I'm but about that's to where film. Hurry up, put him in. Yeah. He done gave you the plug. Yo, bro. Ricky oh, didn't yeah. even want to be in there. She's like, Tripping, bro, bro, I don't want to do this shit. It's because they needed more extras, bro. We didn't have all these extras. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You're my guy, man, Ricky. Yeah. Right <laughs> Put here. a cowboy hat on him. Yeah. Bro, right? and it was just like that. Like, call me out for the front of everybody. Yo, bro, but fucking, you're going to look back and see, like, that's where that motherfucker is. <laughs> no, well, he's I'm, in that episode. Yo, yo, bro. But, like, he totally made the cut. So I'm doing ADR, right? Audio digital recording for episode 10. And I'm, like, watching my whole. I'm doing the whole. Yeah, I won't right, tell right. you exactly what's going on, but then I see my canal. I'm like, oh, there's Ricky. <laughs> What'd you say, sir? <laughs> no, nothing. Go ahead. Let's go back. Uh, start the track again. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know, it was just fun for me to see my canal, you know, because look, bro, we work so hard at doing what we do. And, and I already said it before, man. I don't, I don't want to be here by myself, man. Right. You know, you make it to the top, you definitely. It's reach, lonely reach on down and, and, and pull a brother up, man, for sure. Yeah, and anyway, man, my canal's been with me through thick and thin, bro. And now George is here, too, to add to that hustle. And, and I got little Marcus over there and his 1971 angels over here that, that it just feels good to know that this is my familia right here. You know, yeah. I can always count on certain people to just be there to, to get me and not only me. They get me and my brothers, you know. And, that's right. And that's family, you know. And, and 
<laughs> working on season three with with Ricky here. There's a uh, damn. There's that one scene, bro. I'm trying to talk about that one scene where I get you in a uh, uh. What was it, man? Is this yeah season three and 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 Ricky's wearing a white coat. Oh, you talking about it's the episode parrot, twelve, the right? Scene? So yeah, so I got this parrot, right? I got my my parrot borracho, right? And and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take my parrot and I'm gonna hand the parrot off. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I want to hand my parrot to Ricky, and then Ricky's gonna put the parrot in the cage. That's gonna be dope. <laughs> Hell like, yeah! I'm really gonna hook him up with the badass scene right yeah, now, right? Like, yeah. thank God not. The camera's gonna be on me when I pass the bird. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> Ricky says, "Fuck that, Fuck bro! That <laughs> you don't hit yeah. get You know, if Marcus was there. He would have said, "You get Marcus, bro. Give him the bird. I ain't fucking. <laughs> he goes, I ain't fucking with that bird." He goes, "Find something for, find something else for me to do." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, me, bro. Yeah. I don't know what. To tell well, oh, 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 you're gonna be the guy to open up the red velvet rope for Teresa and put it to come talk to me, bro. Hell <laughs> yeah. So, so he had that standoff, man. The first time that, that he really had the first uh screen, screen uh appearance, man. And uh, you know what, man, I've just I just knew that I could count on certain people, man. And Ricky's been definitely one of them, and and being my dialect coach and and helping me out it was just about keeping me grounded bro you know when when you travel and you go away from home you always want to have something from home with you you know what i mean yep yep and uh uh, that's pretty much what carnal's been man little piece of home man that 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 goes with me everywhere and just keeps me grounded bro and and you need that interest too man yeah, we've had some beautiful times, bro. Yeah, and, and that's why we're here now, you know. And we got Ultimate Big Brother with the guitar guy over here that uh, is definitely a real inspiration. And, and we can oh, get man. some work done when, when y'all guys leave. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we stay writing music, bro. Yeah. I know. Shit. Just with the message that this guy's got and what they got, period. So you got you your know. album done already? No, no, nah, nah, not even. Nah, I'm not 